selling with authenticity. It's building that relationship. It's about the value. Because you want to make that impact. It can make you happy. Elevate others around Welcome us. to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners, as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host Daryl Amy here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Oh man, so so here we are. I just remember just a couple episodes ago we're welcoming in the new year and here we are we're sitting at the end of January. Uh, the best thing about it is just around the corner is finally some warm weather. I'm like freezing in Southern <laughs> California. So I know, Larry, you are suffering there in LA. It's just got to be so rough in all of our Midwest and Canadian listeners just tuned out. So thanks a lot, Larry. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. You, if you're new, you've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, adding real value. We call it Selling from the Heart. And Larry, we're riding on a high right now uh, because the Authentic Selling Challenge, year two of the Authentic Selling Challenge was fantastic. And I'm just, I'm so excited about the community of like-hearted, we say like-minded, but I think I think it's like-hearted sales professionals uh, that have gathered together here right now at the beginning of this year and said, let's make this the best year yet, not just financially, but also in fulfillment and heart and all of this so exciting right now, Larry. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, the authentic selling challenge was just a blast, first of all, but it just goes, authenticity, in my opinion, what we talk about at Selling from the Heart, it's a lifestyle. It's not a light That's switch. Right. It's this is the year in 2022 to bring your heart right smack up onto the business table. That's right. So if you missed it, no worries. Uh, we recorded it. You can go to AuthenticSellingChallenge.com and download all the recordings from the past week. It's it, that, that was a phenomenal, phenomenal content. You want to experience it. You want to share that with your peers and maybe even your clients that have sales teams. I think they're really going to enjoy um, www.authenticselling, uh, authentic selling challenge. Let's get that right. Larry. There you go. Come, Come on, on, man. Hey, by the way, this episode is brought <laughs> to you by your friends at the selling from the heart insiders group. And if you're looking for a community of sales professionals that share your values of authenticity, you want to come hang out with us in the selling from the heart insiders group. It, it, it's been it's been so amazing to see this community grow. And it was just late last year that the word started to get out and people are starting to take notice, Daryl. I'm, I'm so thankful. It's just the community's coming together. People are connecting. I always say they're building micro communities inside Selling from the Heart Insiders Group. It's amazing. It's really incredible. So come join us, uh, sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders. You can try it free for 30 days. And uh, we'd love to, to have you in the community. It's just been an incredible, incredible thing. And I think it's going to be a great catalyst to the type of year we want to have and to also avoiding uh, stress and burnout. And that brings us to today's topic, Larry. We're going to have a great conversation today. So 
why don't you introduce our new friend Brandon and let's dive in. Yeah, yeah. Just a just a quick backstory is this is by, by the way this is gonna be a great conversation with Brandon Fluarty, but yeah. Uh, if for all of our listeners, this goes back to a couple episodes ago where we had our good friend and dear friend Tim Ohai on the podcast talking about stress in the sales force and in the workforce. And we're going to have a fantastic conversation around this. So Brandon Fluarty, welcome to Selling from the Heart. We appreciate you, man. Yeah, Larry, Daryl, thanks for having me. Well, it's great to have you here. And as we get started, Brandon, you know the question that every guest on the Selling from the Heart podcast answers. And that is, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Yeah, I think for me, it comes down to two things. Um, and these are choices we can make as individuals. Uh, the first one is intention. And the second thing is meaning. So if I unpack intention, this is what I mean. Um, I think we've all gotten into sales because we crave autonomy. We crave the earnings that that come with sale, selling. But um, when I made the pivot of leading with internal uh, motivation versus external motivation, extrinsic motivation, like being on top of the leaderboard, those big commission checks, I actually accelerated my deal cycles. I actually closed bigger deals. It kind of goes back to authenticity that you were opening the show with. Um, so when I was intentional with, hey, it's, it's literally about helping real people, um, the, the, the folks that I was sitting in a room with putting their daughter through college by helping get this deal done or hiring new folks at our company because this deal could be done or, uh, you know, whatever it is, it was, it wasn't the, the commission checks anymore. It wasn't president's club. It was truly helping other people. Um, you know, cells is, you know, really a human centric role and bringing the human component back into it was, was something, you know, really powerful for me. And then the second thing, meaning, I think it's really important that we bring meaning into all of our activities every single day. Um, and a perfect example of this is our account list. Um, does your account list have personal meaning to you? And uh, when I went through an exercise of reprioritizing my account list based off of criteria that meant something to me personally, again, I was able to accelerate deal cycles and close larger deals. I moved really big accounts off of my account list to allow others to pursue it who I knew had expertise. I'm talking Walmart, the world's largest company, moved it off my list, Apple, um, because it didn't quite fit in the criteria I had defined for myself. So I think intention and meaning, you combine those two, which you have full control over as an individual contributor, um, you're opening up a whole new universe for yourself. That's what oh. it means to sell from the heart for me. Mm. Oh, hey, Daryl, this this is so good. And before we really dive into the, to the podcast, I, I just want to just camp on this for just a quick second because um i love the, about the two words attention and meeting help help us um just walk through this just a little bit just yeah. a little deeper because there'll be some people out there going okay well i think i get it but i'm not quite sure but i will tell you this from experiences your clients and your future clients they can tell 
immediately yeah. when you're bringing intention and meaning to the forefront. So can you just yeah. help, can you just dive into this just a little bit further as far as walk us through some of the things that you do to lead with intention and meaning. And then I can't wait to dive into this thing even deeper, Daryl. Yeah. Um, I think it comes from a space that a lot of sellers aren't willing to go to, uh, which is that quiet time, that space to really be alone with yourself um, to be alone with your thoughts. And, and I think that's a powerful place we need to actually systemize and, and give ourselves intentionally every single day. Because when we have a little bit of quiet time, when we can turn off Slack, when we can turn off um, the, the ability to not be on back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back Zoom calls and have a little bit of space for ourselves individually, that's when we can start to uh, become more aligned with what's important to ourselves in, in, in our life. We can start to look out to where, where we want to be in the future and then look back on all of our efforts, all of our actions, and be proud of those, those efforts. So the only way to get there, though, is you've got to create the quiet space for yourself to, whether that's through meditation, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through writing, whether it's through reading, um, finding those quiet moments of, of time will allow you to, again, be more, more intentional. And then when you're intentional, I am doing this for this reason because it aligns to my North Star where I truly want to go in life. I think that's a really powerful place because that will naturally allow you to be authentic. You don't have to think about, oh, I've got to be this person in front of this prospect or this person in front of that client, you can just authentically be yourself because you know your intentions are pure and everything that you do every single day is moving you closer to that North Star. Um, and then again, meaning, meaning just means why am I doing it? You're asking yourself literally constantly, why am I working on this account? Why am I reaching out to this person? Am I delivering value by sending this email or reaching out to them on LinkedIn, sending this video, picking up the phone and calling this person. What is the meaning? Why are you doing what you're doing? Great questions. Oh. Great questions. And a really good segue. And by the way, I almost want to hit pause because I've got like eight <laughs> things I want to write down that uh, I felt like I just had one of those quiet moments while you were talking. Uh, but yeah, thank you for that. And, and this is a really good segue into the topic today, which is stress and burnout yeah. in yeah. sales. And, um, you know, it's interesting because I'm just seeing crystal clear right now um, that one of the big causes of stress and burnout in sales is we're doing stuff that's meaningless, <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. like a exactly. treadmill, right? And here we are at the beginning of a new year, you know, yeah. first quarter, boards wiped out, you know, you're back to zero and, and, uh, you know, horrible sales managers love to rub that in your face. Right. And all of that. But I'd, I'd love to, if you have such an incredible story, um, yeah. of, of stress and burnout in your life, yeah. would you be willing to share some of that with our audience just to give some context here? Cause it, it is truly inspirational, um, where you've come. Yeah. I mean, throughout my adulthood, I've struggled with both physical uh, health issues, uh, which I'll talk about in a minute, um, mental health issues, suffered from depression. I've had a panic attack early in my career in front of a client uh, where it felt like molasses was in my, or glue 
um, <laughs> was in my mouth and, and it took forever to, to try to get the words out in front of a client and blood was rushing to my head. I thought I was going to pass out. Um, and I think a lot of those things, again, came through not managing my health effectively, uh, wearing a lack of sleep, for instance, like a badge of honor, um, which is you know very true in sales, very true with entrepreneurs. Um, but I think that's starting to shift. Um, and then even in my early 30s, uh, dating myself, I've got the gray hair now, um, <laughs> but going back about a decade, uh, I landed in the hospital uh, with a stroke, uh, a mini stroke. Wow. And, um, you know, my, my vision was affected for, for a while. I, it, you know, in one eye, I was almost practically blind. And there were no known causes. Usually the cause for a stroke for a young person would be one of two reasons, uh, which I didn't fit into either of those categories. You either have a hole in your heart uh, that you're born with, and I, after a battery of tests, that wasn't the case. Or you're doing some serious hard drugs, and that was definitely <laughs> not the case. Um, so the only thing that you know, I could sort of pinpoint, uh, again, I'm not a doctor, was how hard I was hustling at the time, um, constantly you know, running on that hamster wheel, highly caffeinated at all times, you know, thinking about work and after hours, sacrificing you know, my relationship with my spouse and, 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 and those things. I was a big wake up call. Unfortunately, at the time, I didn't really sort of correlate the two things and I s slipped back into some of those bad habits. Um, and I'll get a reminder actually with fuzziness in my eye, ironically, like when I'll catch myself when I do slip into those bad habits, I start to get a little bit of fuzziness in, in, um, wow. in that my left eye. But luckily, um, really it was the onset of the pandemic, I started setting down a, a path towards prioritizing my health. And ironically, um, just like being intentional, finding meaning in my work, when I prioritized my health over hustling, I actually closed more last year than ever in my career. Um, and uh, I, I was much more intentional in looking at things like my sleep, managing my sleep debt, um, integrating my work and life uh, to find more harmony, taking breaks and resting more often, being deliberate about taking vacations. Um, again, I was able to actually deliver a higher value and, and more impact uh, for my prospects and clients in that capacity when I was at my best. I call it enlightened empathy, which is prioritize yourself first so that you can deliver more to, to, to others. Um, and that was the case last year. Oh, wow. This is a, uh, that was a mirror moment because uh, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm the first one, Brandon, to raise my hand and say guilty with a lot of that, that you had just shared. So yeah, I, we appreciate you being so open about this. And I think uh, there's a couple words you use that, that uh, I think salespeople wear as a badge of honor. It's hustle mm -hmm. and grind. Yeah. And, you know, we live in this digitally crazed world, right? Spend any amount of time on insert name of any social platform. And you're going to talk, you're going to just see people just talking about hustle and grind. And, and, you know, to the point where, you know, people go, what am I really doing? And then they try to emulate that. And, yep. uh, you know, 
Okay, walk us through some more of this. I'm I'm just fascinated by you know how did you overcome with how a how'd you overcome it and what's yeah. your morning look like and what do you really do yeah. to work on yourself to to work through this? I'd be curious. Yeah. So before getting into sales, uh, you know, early in my career, early in adulthood, I was trying to be a professional soccer player. Um, I think I learned very quickly when I got to Europe. I was with a first division club and. Eastern Europe. And I, I quickly learned that my ambition far outweighed my talents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I did run into some injury issues and um, that I, I didn't earn the contract. I didn't win the contract. I did come back to, to the States, uh, went back to school. I left college early to, to go pursue that. Uh, but I came back, um, you know, went, went back to school. And, but that year, a year and a half that I spent in, in Europe gave me some foundational elements that I've taken into my sales career. Um, and part of those things was a structured schedule, discipline, focus, the ability to learn things quickly and apply those things so that you can improve a little bit each and every day. And what I experienced with the professional club um, in, in Europe where soccer's literally treated like a religion is you have your your main head coach you have your 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 coaching staff on teaching technique and helping with tactics but you have a mindset coach you have a strength and conditioning coach you have someone helping you with the press someone helping you manage your money you have obviously your agent if if you're at that level so you have all this support behind you helping you to optimize every single facet of your life so that you can be the best player possible. Yet we get into sales and we talk a lot about the similarities between sports and sales. And we talk a lot about, oh, salespeople are the athletes of the business world. Yet where's that mindset coach? Where, where's that strength and conditioning coach? Where, where's the wellness um, where's the money management? Uh, all those things, I, I haven't seen it in my career. And, and, and I think that's the missing ingredient. Again, to go back to what I was saying earlier, sales, especially complex selling, selling is still a very human-centered uh, phenomenon uh, and, and industry. And yet, we over-index on the technology, we over-index on the data, we over-index on the sales metrics and the activity metrics that I think has put us in this tough spot of hustle and grinding and killing it and crushing it and hustle culture. Um, whereas if we can focus on harmonizing the elements that are important in our human lives, like mental health, like nutrition, like sleep, like balance, um, those are the things that, that I think we really need to be mindful of in 2022, finally, and beyond if, if we really want to be hyper successful as sales individuals and as sales teams. Such an important oh. mindset here for sales leaders uh, that I see, you know, the, the, the investment over the last couple of decades in technology for sales to help increase effectiveness, efficiency, et cetera. And I'm, I'm a, you know, everyone knows I'm a tech nerd. I love all that stuff. I yeah. love gadgets. And, um, but, but I think the gut check question for sales leaders, uh, is how much are you investing in technology 
versus how much are you actually investing in your people? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, you know, this, this, if all your investment is going into technology to improve sales, then all you're doing is you're just turning the screws down on the grind. Yeah. Really? That's right. You're not, you know, and you're saying, I, we want you to be high performance athletes. Good luck. Right. Right. And, and then we wonder why salespeople get burned out and are, you know, either plateau or they crash and burn. And, um, you know, the reality is, I think as sales leaders, we need to take a really good, hard look in the mirror and go, what am I doing to invest that? You know, it's yeah. so easy to kick that can as sales leaders down the down the hall to go, oh, we'll get around to that next quarter. We'll get around to that next right. quarter. We're hiring some people right now. We can't <laughs> invest in them. You know, what? Right. there's like all these excuses not to invest in 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 your people. So sales leaders, but then also sales professionals. And this yeah. is the core of the audience that's selling from the heart is sales professionals. You yeah. know, we've got to have that gut check moment, look ourselves in the mirror and go, what are we doing personally to invest in ourselves? Whether or not the company does, I've got to have an investment of, of health and all of these type of things. It, if you were, if you're coaching um, us as sales professionals that you yeah. know, are sitting here today going, Holy smoke. <laughs> this is <laughs> like, oh, right. wow. Cold glass of water here, right here at the beginning of 2022. Um, what would you, where, where would you say to start? Someone's, you know, is stressed out, maybe burned out. First of all, what are the signs? Like, what do you think the signs yeah. are? Like what, what, what are three or four things you go, Hey, these are alarm bells. Yeah. I think irritability, um, you know, whether that's with coworkers, whether that's even, you know, hopefully not with, with your prospects, but it, it, it could spill over there. Um, but also in your home, if it's showing up with, you know, depending on, you know, who, who the audience is, it could be with your roommate, it could be with your spouse, it could be with your children, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in your home. So I, I think irritability um, comes from a couple of things. One, a lack of sleep. Um, it comes also from, um, you know, maybe hyper caffeinating, um, you know, one of the best things and a very simple thing that I did was removing caffeine in the afternoons. Um, and, and that came from a, uh, an intentional effort in focusing on my sleep as the foundation mm-hmm. of a good work day. Um, so there were some very simple things, again, going back to when the pandemic hit, when I wasn't on a plane every other week, jumping time zones, um, that that moment brought me back to my soccer playing days in Europe, when again, I could have a structured day, I could have a structured environment, and I could start managing my diet, I could start managing my, my effort. Um, I started doing very simple things. Um, and again, this is in the power of every individual listening here. Um, you can do some of these small things. So I invested in something like a whoop, um, a wearable, uh, whether it's whoop or whether it's Fitbit, whether it's Oura Ring. Um, th- there are ways to start tracking behaviors and tracking very simple things like how much are you sleeping? Just because maybe you go to bed at 11 p.m. and wake up at 6 a.m. doesn't mean you're getting seven hours of sleep. How much sleep are you actually getting? Um, how much sleep debt are, are you in? Um, because that will spill over into your performance mm-hmm. when, when a C-level executive is pushing back on the, the ROI analysis that you're presenting. 
or collaborating with, with others or even your ethics on, oh yeah, we can just do that. Um, and then throwing it over the fence for the client partner or the account manager to, to take care of it because you just want to get a deal done because you're being pressured. So simple things like having a, a low sleep debt and, and managing your sleep um, can help prevent the, the, those you know, minor things um, that can have a, a major impact. So sleep, I made that as like a foundational element. And then um, another thing that I started doing was understanding what I can control and what I couldn't control. And when you look at the long arc of a year um, and in strategic selling, yes, I, you know, I'm looking quarter by quarter, but, but really it's like I want to perform over the long arc of a year because, uh, you know, long sales cycles with Fortune 50 level companies. And so when you look at the foundational element of a year, it's a single workday. And I wanted to understand what can I control in each workday so that I can leave the workday feeling satisfied. And I can control two elements of that day. What I do at the beginning, how I start my day and how I end my day. I might not be able to control what happens in the middle of the day when mm -hmm. I get a new email from a prospect or something goes wrong with a client or my CEO slacks me and says, I need something. Um, I can't control those things, but I can control the start and the finish. And I came up with this framework. Um, there, there are kind of two pieces, not that we need another acronym uh, <laughs> in, in sales, but I came up with something called DFC and prep. And what DFC stands for is discipline, flexibility, and curiosity. So the way I look at my single workday is I want to start, um, and, and this really can apply with anything, with a start, middle, and end, like a sales engagement, a meeting, a phone call. But I want to start with discipline, like a world-class athlete. They go through a very specific warm-up routine to get themselves ready for training, intense training or competition. So I want to start my day with, with discipline. I want to go through a, a essentially a warm-up routine to get myself ready for uh, competition or, or training. During the middle of the day, I need to be a bit more flexible. And I want to be a flexible like a creative artist because they can get in the zone. They can, um, they can change like an improv comedian. They mm -hmm. can ebb and flow with the, the crowd. And then at the end of the day, I want to be curious like a scientist why a scientist? Well, a scientist can look back on any an event and look back looking at the data, not with emotion. And when I can look at data objectively, then I can fundamentally say to myself, well, what should I do to be better? Where can I improve? And so that leads to PREP, um, which stands for plan, rest, effort, and, be and perform. So planning tomorrow is the last thing I do every single workday. That allows me to brain dump, get everything out of my head into a trusted system, time block tomorrow, um, make sure that I know exactly what I want to do tomorrow. That allows me to actually close the laptop and be present in the other areas of my life. And instead of having work on my list or my, my eyes buried in my smartphone, I can actually have a, a real conversation and be present with, with my spouse. Um, 
and then that's going to lead to good sleep. Um, and then that rest will help me to give a hundred percent E effort the next day. Cause I've already planned it out. I've gotten quality rest and now I can give my all with intensity and focus on the high value, high leverage activities. And then finally perform, I can look back on my performance um, again, objectively and look at the data. Hey, what went well? How do I repeat that consistently? And what didn't go so well that I need to improve on? How do I get better at those things? Very simple frameworks, but highly, highly impactful, especially if you do them consistently every single day. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to inject prep into my afternoon because my, thanks for sharing that brand. And that so was practical. Oh, because in our listeners know this and Daryl knows this really well about me. I have the hardest time disconnecting. Yeah. Massively hard time disconnecting, which then becomes hard to be present in other things outside of work. So uh, I'm going to insert prep, Daryl. All right. Yeah. Well, that, hey. I'm throwing it down. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm throwing it. I'm We're holding you accountable, Larry. That's so good. Hey, Brandon. I'll check in with you next week. No, please do. <laughs> hey, I just want to say um, thank you. This has been extremely helpful and practical. And uh, you're, you're a true inspiration. Um, the way that you've uh, taken your story and you're now helping other people with this. Hats off, man. This is really great. And uh, thanks for being a friend of Selling from the Heart. And thanks for sharing time with us today. Yeah, Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. This is a great conversation. Fantastic. Larry, uh, I think I am challenged <laughs> to the core here. Oh. I felt like uh, there were just so many different things to write down and put into action from this. But, you know, the the real bottom line here is um, we've got to be present um, and engaged in life at work and with our friends and family and, and all of that. And then there's the foundations behind these things. These things that get put to the bottom of the list need to be at the top. And uh, I love I love Brandon's uh, perspective is a rough story that he went through, but the, the insights that he brought us today out of, out of that adversity as uh, is, is priceless right now. And I think for everybody, whether you're, you're finding yourself at the beginning of this year, burnt out, maybe a little irritable, or you're starting to see some of those signs, like you're dreading driving to work or walking to the office as the case may be. Um, you know, and all of that, or whether, whether you're, you're doing all right right now, but you don't want to get in that place of burnout. All of these things are extremely powerful and practical. And, uh, Larry, I'm going to hold you to this prep. Yeah, no. And Daryl, please do. And Brandon, you hold me to it as well. But this was, this was the biggest thing that this was my biggest takeaway is, and I can see where I'm personally lacking on this. And this is my, this is my personal commitment, but I'm making it publicly known is I feel I have a great morning routine in discipline and how I start it. But my afternoon routine needs some work. And that's where I'm going to insert the prep app or an acronym because I have a hard time disconnecting. And I think that's the biggest takeaway is how you start your morning and how you can finish your afternoon so you can disconnect and be present. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I could talk about this for another Uh-oh. 30 minutes. So we got to land think, the plane. I'll I tell you what, Brand- we're going to talk about quick. this. I in think the Brandon was talking. 
Yeah, I know. I hope so. I think Brandon was looking right at me and, and he goes, man, I got you pegged. <laughs> hey, these are the topics we talk about in the insiders group. And if you want to hang out with like-hearted sales professionals who are taking stuff like this and running with it and um, working to find fulfillment uh, as in, in success together, go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders. Join us free. And I want to say thank you to all the longtime listeners of the Selling from the Heart podcast. It's been an incredible pleasure uh, having these conversations and then all of the follow-up conversations that, that we get to have with you. Um, and, and it's really awesome. But, you know, we're always wanting to improve the Selling from the Heart podcast. So we're open to your ideas. If you're a longtime listener or if this is your first time, I want to encourage you to go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash listener. We've got a brief questionnaire and survey, and we'd love to hear your feedback. What can we do better? What could we add? Uh, what would make this even more valuable for you as you grow in your sales career? Um, so please take a look at that, sellingfromtheheart.net slash listener. Thank you to everybody who is, um, is sharing this podcast, who's sharing it on social, leaving reviews. It helps us spread the word. Because really what we're doing here, Larry, is we're creating a movement of authenticity inside the sales profession, and it is incredibly exciting right now. It's massively exciting. I, I'm just so glad that we get a chance to hang out together and just, I enjoy this ride. It's, just it's so amazing. What a blast. Well, thank you, everybody. Until next time, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, build and execute a plan to deal with stress and burnout, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the Salescast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at Salescast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.